Hey loves, hey loves, hey loves, hey loves. I hope you are doing well today. Uh, when you are hearing this, my name is Yann Vaughn. I also go by Y. And this is Raise It Up, Y, the podcast. Uh, this is originally airing with you all the last Thursday in June 2022. In um, an episode we're calling dedicated uh there will be really good reason for calling it dedicated and i'll leave that as a small surprise for you all um but i'm looking forward to having some some uh some fun on today's episode uh also some of you all know that this is a podcast that comes at you from the west coast to the world los angeles to be exact so if you hear a bunch of what sounds like dumping outside it's not it's just uh firework season so yeah if you if you catch a couple boom you know just know that we know the difference that's actually a trauma response <laughs> that we know the difference between uh fire uh crackers and uh gunshots but we do so uh so long as we are all safe here in lay hood uh, I think everything should be fine. Um, listening to this podcast, I want you to know that Raise It Up Why is dedicated to dedicated to raising up your self-awareness, your vibrations, and your capacities for love, which is just knowledge. Uh, that's <laughs> knowledge with the positive K in the front. No, uh, knowledge. And that's uh, what we do here as well. I am a trained therapist, not a practicing one. I call myself an edutainer because I like to look at education from a very entertaining perspective. And uh, yeah, we're waiting. We are awaiting a guest or two. So just know that if we end up having some fun moments in here. It's all on purpose in a great and a fun and a lighthearted West Coast to the world type of way. Uh, we are home of love culture. Uh, all of the loves are the folks that get down with not just the podcast, but everything that we do. Uh, there are a few things that you'll hear at the end of the pod uh, uh, where I shout out some paying of dues, payings of dues. And in those times, I'll make sure to uh, uh, let you all know where you can find more of the supporters for what we do here. This love culture, uh, a supportive, non-corny positivity kind of a vibration that we all emit today. We are going to continue the work we've been doing all this year where we've been looking at fine-tuning vibrations, fine-tuning our vibrations, meaning some of us believe that we are certain ways in this life. However, I think in an era where people can create a different life for themselves online than the one they live in real life, um, there comes to be this sort of identity crisis that happens whenever you wear two faces, the challenge is to know whichever is the one that is true. Um, and if either is even true at all, or are you some mystery third type of thing that's lo looming out there and everything? So uh, the vibration that we all agree to dwell on 
is the one that kind of lets us know what we end up looking like, what our timelines end up looking like, what our environments, our friend uh, circles end up looking like. And uh, that's why when I say love culture, the loves are just individuals that all kind of grasp onto the vibration of love. And uh, this year we've been looking at what certain vibrations are to make sure that people know what love and other things look like. So I think we've, the last episode, we looked at the vibration of ego and what does ego actually look like versus what we, you know, just hear people say things like, oh, they're, they have a huge ego. They're a narcissist. They're this, they're that. And it's like, okay, well, let's actually look at that. So last episode, we looked at that with two of my great friends who are not only trained, but also practicing therapists. Um, we also looked at uh, the vibration of love during the month of February where we had the Valentine's Day stuff in. So we've been we've been kind of trucking through this year and traveling through different vibes. And today is no different. We're looking at <sighs> dedication. We are looking at what it means to be dedicated. It is a month where a bunch of people are celebrating graduations, transitions, uh, fluidity, moving through life. That was kind of a double entendre because this is also Pride Month. I just thought about that. So when I say fluidity, I'm not talking about gender fluidity. Uh, not right now. <laughs> I'm talking about in transitions, moving through life and um, recognizing what it means to go from a lifestyle where you've had bells that ring to tell you which class you're supposed to be in next or no longer being in a scholastic system where everybody is telling you what to learn, how to learn, when to learn, what to say. Uh, when you get tests, you get multiple choices of five possible right answers. <laughs> in real life, I wish I wish you got to a stop sign and you see someone commit a crime. You have three correct options or slightly correct options. Which is the best option? I wish that stuff doesn't happen. In, and, and, and because it doesn't happen in real life, there's a, um, there's a little learning curve. Some people say book smart. Some people say street smart, right? There's a learning curve that ends up happening where folks who are accustomed to being in situations where there is no one right answer or there's no perfect answer to solve what you see in your face. Uh, it just, it's, it's forcing people to really be present. Uh, I think life challenges, life quote unquote problems, they force people to be actually present. And when you're in school, you can kind of fake it till you make it. You can kind of scan the notes. You can listen in class. You can schmooze your way through. But the real is the real and the fake is the fake, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what uh, that's that's what more of the, the vibration of dedication helps you learn. What are you dedicated to? Are you dedicated to anything? Uh, what does commitment for yourself end up looking like? Because I think it might be a little challenging to know who and what we are if at every turn, when things get challenging or when things start to be questionable or with today's society, if it's just no longer fun, eh, my attention is spent. I don't feel like looking at this anymore. And you just switch your attention. Goodness, building a real authentic relationship with another person, with yourself, 
with a career path, all of these things are just going to maybe, you know, be a little, be a little more of a, of a wake up call type of experience for you. That's what I can say. So to all the loves on looking on YouTube, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. For the lo- uh, for the loves who are listening in anywhere this podcast can be consumed, I la 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 love you too. <laughs> I'm thankful for you. Um, loves from all walks of life. Uh, I appreciate that you are here. And every episode starts with grounding. So let's get into some. All right. If you can hear the sound of my voice, I want to invite you to close your eyes. If you are driving, I would invite you not to listen to me when I say close your eyes. <laughs> uh, once a once every blue moon, I get a love that hits me and says, man, your voice was so soothing. I was driving. You said close your eyes and I just closed them. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not good. That's not good. Don't do that. Don't do that. So I invite you, if you are in another situation than driving to close your eyes. And I would love to give you the opportunity to purposefully be here with me. Go ahead and hear my voice, feel your feet. And just to prove to yourself that you're really feeling your feet, why don't you wiggle your toes? And if you wanna prove how present you are, and not distracted by your outside world, why don't you touch your nose? And you're not doing that for any other reason than just to remind yourself that you are present in this moment right here. I want you to go ahead and breathe a breath in. Blow a breath out. Give yourself permission to just stop and do that again in through your nose. Out through your mouth. And take a moment to own this. This right here is a miracle that we are calling life. Oh, just that you're breathing. You are winning just because you're living this life. And you know what? Just by spending this time with my voice right now, You are investing into your betterment. I want you to sit with that and feel proud. So let's get ready to go up. All right? Uh, We haven't said in a minute, but rockets up on these hoes, huh? All right? All right? There is a vibration of hoe that we will talk about. We talked about in Wyan's Words of Wisdom a couple episodes ago in 2021 why the tagline rockets up on these hoes exists. And in an episode, not today, we will get back to that concept. We will, we will um, analyze hoe energy uh, because it's something that exists, especially uh, if you understand that I'm using hip hop vernacular slang terminology, urbandictionary.com type of vibes here when I use the word ho for ho energy. All of this just to mean the fact that when we talk about lower vibrating goodness, when I say ho energy, I'm even talking about buyable energy. Uh, the nigga that switches up when you wag a couple dollars in his face. Uh, 
There's a different day. I just said I wasn't going to get into what whole energy was. So let me get off it. Let me get off it. Let me get off it. But to juxtapose, to juxtapose, let's talk about dedication in this break it down. I'm going to snapshot pieces from Nip and Kendrick. Um, We are still celebrating King Kendrick's return after five years in this a wonderful soundscape that we're calling Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. However, what I'm going to talk about is hearkening back to Victory Lab 2019, 2018, when his song with Nip, excuse me, Nip's song with Kendrick, rather, uh, Dedication came out on Victory Lap. Um, this episode, by it being a episode during the time of graduations, I've talked to a bunch of my students, some maybe in the building. Hey, booze. Hey, booze. Yes, I love these two back over here. Um, But I was speaking with some of my students who are not present in, in this room right now. And just the challenges that they underwent as they pursued their degrees as they had to continuously keep learning to choose themselves. There is a dedication that comes with that type of consistency that comes with that type of um, commitment and recognizing that when you are in a space that says there are options, you have a lot of things to focus on. What was that? Not an earthquake, right? That felt like something. That was different. We are in Los Angeles. So I warned you about the firecrackers. I didn't think about the earthquake. That's not an earthquake though, right? Okay. We're going to keep going. If it's an earthquake though. Yeah, we're going to stop dropping, hold something. But, uh, Leave it to Boom, man. Leave it to Boomer. He gonna take it. This one. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. You have to know. Everybody over here is trying not to be silly right now while I'm doing all this. Um, but dedication. This podcast started by way of young black men in the program where I was working, desiring deeper conversation from the the rap music that they were already listening to and already consuming. And that in and of itself to me was a sense of dedication. And one of the uh, concepts that comes up when I think of black men in educational settings, especially is the line that Nipsey says in the beginning of dedication, talking about a young man being a genius but he can't claim it because they left him no platforms to explain it. And when Nip passed in 2019, I definitely went back and did some homework to learn that he ended up leaving school. He ended up leaving high school um, because he had an astute mind of a, 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 a creative entrepreneurish type of brain and it was being underwhelmed and understimulated at school, leaving him time to get into just fuck shit, if we're being honest. And as he's in school, um, 
he's not only not being stimulated at a high level, this, you know, public school system that he was in and things like that. The other issue that arises there is when a person is building their identity and understanding who they are, the environment that they're in acts like mirrors to reflect back to an individual what society thinks about that individual. It's the exact same reason why when I grew up in the Valley in a suburb of Los Angeles, none of my books for school had writing or graffiti in it. Nothing. When I, uh, once I taught in Los Angeles Unified School District, not only were the books dilapidated, uh, if there were enough books for the students, they would cut up, we would cut up books so that hopefully this student who was working on chapter one wasn't also having a conflict with another student that was working on chapter uh, uh, one as well. And instead, if this student got done with chapter one, let me take that, give it to the new student. You work on chapter two. I work on chapter three and four with these students. Like you have to almost be, uh, what's the people, the auction block people, 25, 25, do I hear 30? Do I hear 30? All right, all right so like, as an instructor, as a teacher, there was so much creativity needed for working in the space that just lacked resources. Um, in my schooling, my public schooling in the Valley, I was always taught that I was worth something. I was always reflected back to me. The instructors watching my behavior, looking for me to do good. They, have a, they had a campaign called Catch Them While They're Doing Good. And they would give you gold slips. Did you have, did you, are you hip to this? In elementary school, they give you gold slips or blue slips. You know that, right? But did they have a catch them while they're doing good campaign? Like in like elementary school, middle school, something? See, now you're saying that facetiously, but I think there's, you're saying that in, in you're saying that truly. One of the gentlemen in the room just said they didn't give a fuck about us. And that's, I think my point. I don't think black men recognize their worth within the school system. So you have to be, you have to have some form of dedication unto yourself. Ooh, this would be a really good one for urban counselor, my, uh, the therapist. He talks about this from uh, being in Baltimore and he, he was like a 4.0 student while he was going through school, but he would also get clowned. So it was like this thing where it's like, okay, do I want to be the cool dude? Do I want to get girls? Do I want to do this? Or, Am I going to turn it so that I can really invest into my future? Because I think that having degrees is the way to get this education is the way out of the hood. I'm just saying it. I think that that's something that black students, black male students think about where maybe an Asian or a Pacific Islander young girl in middle school doesn't have to think about. I don't know where those students are not taught that they are needed or desired. Um, and if I'm and if I'm mistaken, I'm open to be wrong. Please leave it in the comments. You let me know what you think. But uh, it's a, in my opinion, this is just me speaking. I think there's more of a challenge for a young black man to remain dedicated, not just to the studies being in school, to himself. You walking down the street, you got different guys coming. Nigga, where you from? While you're trying to walk home from school, imagine you're Kendrick, good kid from a mad city, not looking to claim anything. Bro, I just want to get home. Bro, 
Blood where you claim. Wait, what now? Like, like it turns into something completely separate. Ooh, I have a good story about that. Okay, no, no, no. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone because I want to keep going through this. Um, but it, it it's made even more apparent when Kendrick ends up coming in to the song and they talk about being uh, close since elementary. Um, I asked Punch about that too. And it, apparently at one point, I think Nip was going to school or elementary school in Compton. What happened? He was in Washington. Where they? How did they end up knowing each other earlier? Oh, so that's a true story. It was just Watts, not Compton. Okay, so that's what it was. They ended up knowing each other like when they were kids, though. Middle school in Markham. That's but that's what wait that's by me. I didn't know that. On Compton Ave, not Compton Boulevard. Okay. Oh, then that's probably what I did. I made it Compton Boulevard. I didn't realize it was Compton Ave. Okay, that's just me. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how niggas get got in LA. <laughs> Going down Compton Ave. When you meant to go on Compton Boulevard, it can get tricky. It can get tricky. Hello. All right. I won't. There was something I was going to, I'm not even going to. Man, listen, all the street stuff that's going on in hip hop right now. And I hear people never from L.A. that talk about bullets. And I'm like, have you been <laughs> on this street? Yeah, you know, Brazil Street. Da, 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 da. I'm like, but to hear Brazil Street come out of like an East Coast mouth is wild to me. That that just. OK, good. OK. Uh, but yes, there are a lot of distractions like uh, when you have someone like of Kendrick's status and mind you they went to school together and stuff like that he's talking with one of his boys and he's saying his boy is telling Kendrick yo you should do a song with Nip he's a better crip and Kendrick says bro he's a black man first you hear the word out of his lips about flourishing from the streets to black businesses level four yard living giving false imprisonment listen close my nigga is deeper than sixes and foes my nigga like are you serious like but I think I know in LA personally, there are certain high schools that are blood schools. There are certain high schools that are crip schools. There are people who will bust themselves as to 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 miss the conflict in order just to go to school, huh? Deuces and four. I said, what did I say? Six foes. I, I heard it. I heard it just now. Deuces and fours. My bad. My bad. This bigger than deuces and foes, my nigga. Since elementary, we've been close, my nigga. Yeah, like that. Uh, straight like that. I give you the game. Go back to the turf and give it right back. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I heard it after because I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, my bad. But um, I talk about that because y'all know I worked at a college and I was a professor there, and I have the privilege of graduates from that college being on my team they're actually right back there so if you keep hearing swishes that's the boy one that's the boy one who thought he was coming over here to big kick it with miss y and every that here okay and niggas swishing all around my house huh so uh but no 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 i love that boy um i i think about all that and as it culminates i think of kendrick talking about nip in the last verse of the heart part five, the, the record that he put out right before um, Mr. Morale and the big steppers. And uh, when he was speaking as Nip, he was saying that he paid dues and made rules 
changed out of love. Uh, he made the rules change out of love. Them same views that Nip had made schools change curriculums, but didn't change Nip staring down the barrel of that gun. And that's the part that I want to talk about where dedication is concerned and black young men getting what seems like a fair shake at education, at elevation, at um, looking at self in the mirror and seeing something that's worth valuing. There are a lot of, lot of, lot of places and faces that will continually give them messaging that says, you're not, you're not this, you're not that. And as a result, I don't know. It seems like they're not mirrored the worth that's needed in order to look at themselves like the king men that is inside of each of them. Even as Alvin tells Onet about whatever he's saying back there, you know you have a deep ass voice. You're you're all over him. I'm trying to talk over him so he can t- continue to tell the story. You have to wait, uh, uh, the Negro. He's and watch. I'm gonna get him on this camera. He's gonna be quiet as fuck. So this is the funny part right now. So just no, I know, I know. So I'm I'm, I'm sitting here like and poor Onet. She keeps turning and looking at me like trying to be like, oh yeah, that's nice. But but maybe we should. This is like this this reminds me of when they're in school, bro. Like I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. You all graduated and all that good stuff. However, just wrapping that part up before we get to the next portion of the pod, I just want to say to the black man listening, I want you to recognize dedication looks like a continual choosing of yourself for your highest regard. And I'm going to apologize on behalf of every professor, educator, or black woman, if ever there has been one outside of your mother, probably, that has not affirmed back to you as a mirror the worth that you already are. Um, I feel like people play to the greatness that's expected from them. And I feel like when you get black men to really speak honestly, no one ever really expected that type of greatness. So therefore, they just played to the level that they thought society said, hey, this is all you have to be and this is all you actually are. So once again, you're worthy as a birthright. You are king status as a birthright. And when you walk out every single day, every time you see a man who looks just like you, bears complexion just like you, regardless of red or blue that he might wear, regardless of if he's on the East or the West Coast, regardless if he's from the South or the Midwest, wherever it is, I hope you start to learn to see that same dedication 
that same level of continual commitment and choosing oneself over and over again that I'm hoping you engender and foster and own and hold. That's my wish. That's my hope to you. And as we move along, that was our break it down section where we unlock the genius that already exists in the hip hop culture. I want to invite uh, who I think is a guest in my house. Boom. Is Boom right there? Oh, they might be outside because he didn't want to, the, the door to swing. Before I say anything, I just want to make sure. No, you'll go. You, you're going to go after. Yeah. I figure it's OG. We have to go. OG's first. OG's first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, oh. We're parking. We're parking right now. So. Take a uh, take a stretch. Take a take a time look. <laughs> I will say though that um, we were gonna do a uh, do a ditty, and I had wanted for this person that's gonna come in to maybe uh, spit something, uh, just so you guys could see what an OG look like spitting like right now and stuff like that, but. Until he gets in here, I'm going to sing a, a song that I would sing to some of my boys in the group homes where I used to work, which is, um, I just wanted to tell you, you probably had somebody else who failed you. I bet they even stole your breath away. And now your yesterdays make it hard for you to breathe. Well, is it hard to see now? Somebody different when you're looking at me now Or does it hurt whenever you stare in my eyes Are you still hearing their lies? You're quick to get an attitude So quick to tell me what to do You're quick to say I don't need you But you're slow to love Oh, love, quick to make your mama cry and quick to use it now. Love, I quick to tell me it's my life, but you're slow to love. I wrote that for one of my boys. He was acting up crazy in my doggone group home. And I was like, all this like acting you doing, that's not even for me. And sometimes it takes, I mean, but here go the messed up part. It takes for somebody who understands love to be able to usher someone to love. But the, 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 the challenge is, as a young black man that he was, if everyone who was supposed to love him has only ever shunned him, dubbed him, or done something reckless to him, here I come. He like, oh, bitch, I already know what you want. Mind you, 14 years old, though. A little 14-year-old, like, sitting here, fucking there, whoop-de-whoop, blah, 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 and that's on the dead homies, bitch, you ain't this and that, da, da, da. And I'm like, and in my head, it's like, I just have to take this. But, of course, in that regard, I'm getting paid to be there. So when you start to try, as a woman, to end up learning how to be close to a black man, and he still has the same reactions, right? Because if he's not used to or doesn't know love, 
he'll still give you those same reactions. Here go the challenging part. Women out here, we're not paid to, 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 to date niggas. And we're not paid to usher a man into his wellness or his that sense of dedication to himself. So then you get girls that be like, oh, you think you, nigga, fuck you. And then it becomes, we cry together. Like straight up. And it's like, who can hurt who better? You know what I'm saying? It takes somebody to 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 get off the the hamster wheel because it's going to just cyclically keep going, cyclically keep going. Mm, that's a double entendre. S i c k sick and cyclically keep going. It is a sick cycle. So, um, <laughs> so for this get raised, I am joined by a very very special guest. And uh, I'm really happy that my good friend and father to that guy right there, you can't see that I'm pointing at Boomer. Boomer put a put a little thing on the edit, says Boomer that way. Uh, the father of that guy. This is my boy, KK, from Second to None, Compton's very own. And uh, they call you black ass KK. I don't know why I feel like... Like when Quick used to say that, I thought he was being an asshole. So I never, I never said it. But you go by Black Ass KK. Yeah, thanks to my sister. Are you yeah, you know that was a late eighties nickname because I used it. to get being the older brother. She's the only sister between two boys. It's uh, to get on her nerve. So, <laughs> you know, like me or hate me, I'm still gonna be you. Black this, you black that. <laughs> Oh, oh, what's up, black? The, the love and the hate. I stuck with the black. My black ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I'm still KK, so black ass KK. I love, oh man, I, I wish you all could understand. This gentleman has been a strong suit in my life. I've known KK since I was 23, and that's a cool little minute ago. And the fact that I work with your son, your daughter catered my album sessions. Yeah. That that's a, crazy. That's crazy for me to hear. Like, wow, look what the kids are doing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I Talking with, with Boom, my mom and dad have both been on my pod. So when the opportunity arose, we talked about this ages ago to have you on here. But now that you've put out your album... Dedicated with the KK in the middle. I love the spelling. That shit makes me happy. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I got to hear it and everything. And I said, but this is so OG. This is so player for me personally. So this episode is called Dedicated. And I was like, I I have to have you here with us and everything. So this podcast has a few taglines, right? We're Raise It Up Why, where we raise your self-awareness, your vibration, and your capacity for love, which is just knowledge. But another one of our big taglines is, this is where OGs kick game to real ones only. And when I say OGs, I have a particular meaning for it. And I look at you like an OG, and you are my OG. I, I call you that. Thank you. Yeah, in and out of your face. I call you my OG. I want for it to come from your explanation how would you describe ogness to somebody not in the culture okay well me coming from a era and a genre or class of black brothers from california 
originally from California. Uh, me being from Compton originally, yeah. not moved there. Uh, born and raised California, Compton. Some of us were born at St. Francis in Leawoods, basically Compton. Dominguez's right. hospital is not there anymore right. on the east side. Or Martin Luther King Hospital slash Compton Watts. Right. Uh, OG, you know, for me, it's an original guy. There you are. Being original, you know, not so more much as how people infuse it with gang life. Exactly. Or those who want to fake that life. And be fake OGs because they just took it to a whole nother level with just the term of what an OG is. Right. Now, OG is somebody coming from my era, uh, late 60s, early 70s, right. uh, that actually caught the tail end of the, the first phase of all this stuff. Truly. The streets and stuff, or OG, big homie, little homie. I never was into that. It exists, uh, but OG is just being an original person. In our sense, I'm a guy, so an original guy. You can be an original girl. Right. It's how you talk. Uh, swag didn't have nothing to do with it. It's your style. You know, swag, that's something else. It ain't got nothing to do with us. I love it. Uh, you know, I just got off the radio. I love it. About hip hop and rap. Yes. And, uh, wow. I, I don't want you know. No, no, no. I got look. I got a couple questions. I just wanted to hit you with a few of them, and and I just I'm I'm very just I'm happy to have you here. I love hearing on your album dedicated what I call original, real sounding music you still sound like you you know what i'm saying Thank you. you have a sound second to none ben had a sound when you all would be out with quick and everything all of you you had a a, a sound and i'm happy that in 2022 you still sound like you thank you nice. and you relevant like come on what are we talking about that's kind of what I just was talking about on the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, this makes yeah. me happy. I want to know what made it important for you to release Dedicated today. What is that? Not today, like right now today. I'm like just saying in this year, in this yeah. time. What What was the motivation for releasing it now? Why now? Well, I've been waiting to release it, but uh, legalities, COVID, kind sure. of pushed set back a little things, but... Uh, it worked out perfectly because of the times and what's going on and yeah. some of the uh, the content and what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. the, the subject matter, which a lot of people don't have in they, today's music. Uh, the titles and sticking to the subject matter of what you're talking about mm -hmm. along the lines of music. Um, motivation was just getting tired and fed up of hearing the the BS out here on there the radios is pumped all day in your ear. Yeah. Everybody sounded like, all the music sounded like, everybody's talking about this and that, but nothing's original. There it is. Nothing's original. There it is. You know, there's I, no I disrespect to any of the artists, especially the young artists, but originality, it wasn't easy to get into the game, music game or entertainment based on your originality or everybody sounding different, looking different, yep. being different. 
That's why it's the difference with Michael Jackson and Prince, Rick James, and different other artists. Well, nobody going out doing silly stuff. I mean, you know, everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody's normal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in yeah. entertainment and right. um, art, right. what's the difference with you? Right. Today is no difference. <laughs> and there's a, it's like there's a, there's a uh, status quo of sound. And when I played this album, I said, oh, this is him. <laughs> Like it's 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 you. It's it stood out. It doesn't remind. I mean, it it gives me the esque and the essence of second to none. However, it still is you because I know I think you better than Dean. You know what I'm saying? So I know I, I'm not. I'm 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 hip to you. Your vibe. It's 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 you being party. You cool. You hanging. It's all of those things. One of the notable things for me on here. On and on. You got to feature your son. Oh yeah, I was uh, one of few, but that was that's a good one. That's a kind of like part of the tone of the album. Yeah, the way that music sways and feel good music is what we coined it. That's exactly years what it ago. is. Feel good music. Elbows is up the whole time. I'm over here trying yeah. to clean the house. Can't do it because my elbows is all high. I'm out, I'm out here. <laughs> I was out here, really going into it. I love that. Family, I'm a sucker for family personally. I just told you your daughter's catered my my session. I, I what does it mean to have one of your children going through this industry that you've made a name for in yourself? For yourself. Like you have a legacy here. And now your your legacy is stepping into this legacy. What does that mean for you? Well, it feels great. I mean, it's a blessing to be able to still be alive and not be one of the parents that actually try to force or push your child into something when it naturally comes to them and to see that growth, uh, even when you're not looking for it or you're not asking or, why don't you play the drums? Man, go and play the piano or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, But it came naturally, blew me away. That's what I'm like, this is, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know, what better way to do it than, uh, you know, it's family-orientated. Yeah, I you know, man, you should no, he learned that on his own. He taught right. himself. He did that's that's original. Yeah. Thank you for keeping this theme of OG status because it's one hundred percent true. Um I have one more real good question for you. I wanna know what do you think about the infiltration of street life in the rap music? that we hear today and in the OG status now for the lifespan of some of the young active members of stuff, I'm 40 to some of them. I'm their OG. They look at me like, okay, OG. I'm like, nigga, I'm an OG now. Oh, well, <laughs> God, <damn>. okay. <laughs> I, I, cause, cause when you think about some who aren't here, it's like, you're the, you're one of the only people I have your age to look up to in some of my, students is my mentees cases and I'm like I'm telling you I sit and I look at you and I'm like I be looking for the keys to the game from you from quick from Dre from I'm, I'm looking at y'all to see where to go next sort of a thing but I guess everybody needs that when I'm listening to rap music of today and I have 18 22 year old young black men who are 
getting what they think is game, I think. Right. I think. I, I don't want to speak for what they take from music because I, I know what I took from my era of music. I can't speak for what they take from their era of music. What do you think about the infiltration of street life into rap music? And like, it's almost, I feel like it almost is marketed that way. Like it's being pushed. Yeah, for, or, yeah definitely. It, have you felt that? Or Yeah, I'll, I'll, pretty much after, uh, I don't want to speak, but in the mid 90s. Around 94, 95. That's yeah. when they kind of started catering yeah. to that as opposed to just mentioning that in street life and uh, entertainment of music. Mm-hmm. Most of the guys are the, the originators of hip-hop right. on the East Coast or Northeast section or um, California rapping street reporters. Right. Most of the people that came are talking street rap actually came from the streets. We all come from the streets or from the dirt sidewalks or red dirt, uh, the south or whatnot. But we all come from the streets. The thing is, some of us that live different lives in the streets, we already lived that. So everybody loved music, but throughout how we channeled raps with the music, we talked about street life or street incidents mm-hmm. being in the streets that we went through already. What I see with the other generations after us, or, you know, nothing against or no disrespect, but a lot of characters, or a lot of people uh, use the streets to make up stories, you know, mm. fabricating street tales to make a character of themselves, using the streets as the platform over music where... In the beginning, or originally, right. we just told stories and talked about things going on in the streets and our own personal incidents that mostly everybody in the streets, this neighborhood, that part of the city, this part of the city, everybody knew about it. Hmm. Today, you have a lot of street stories. Nobody know that or saw you or was right. with you. you never been to jail, but you got all these hood stories or Never been arrested. Uh, You know, our generation, it was lived and not talked about. There it is. And we we lived it. And then after a certain amount of time and and music hits, it's like, well, you know, hip-hop came. And that's what they're expressing their culture. Dancing, emceeing, graffiti, arts. It's just arts. That's their art. Right. Our art was dealing with more street and culture. Right. Right. Uh, you know, but music involved, pop locking, not break dancing, that's hip hop. Right. We respect hip hop, but that's not us. But the street part of it, it just seems like everybody's looking for a street fantasy to talk about to make themselves look like this street character. I'm so hood and I'm so down. Right. Instead of just talking about themselves, maybe they don't have nothing to talk about. No subject matter, or no life. Yeah. You know, a lot of people put the phones down to get off the games and TV screens. Sometimes you can have a life. Go outside and breathe. Look at the sun. Right. Look at the trees. Breathe some oxygen. Right. You I was know. thinking about that listening to Take No More. And I'm listening to Take No More on, I'm sorry, listening to Take No More on the album and just listening to what you kicking in the first and definitely that second verse. And I was like, See, this is the kind of content, though, that, like, 
And like after a while, you'd be like, man, I just can't take it no more. Like it. I, no, I mean, what you, it. I, get tired of hearing the empty rhetoric. Uh, I know this cat line. Oop. I know she full of it with her singing. <laughs> I know he full of it talking mumble rapping. Nobody understands you. Right. I know everybody is tired of auto tune. This is going back to actual talent. Right. Use your voice. Which goes back to the OG. <laughs> Where is the original in a world of copies, in a world of everyone being a Reflection of a reflection, a copy of a copy. Where is what's original? Even if I think about going through the 90s, the 2000s, early 2000s rather, when you're seeing some of the stuff that's happening in the streets and stuff like that, mind you, this artist might have had a similar set of things happen to that artist, this and that artist. They might have had a similar upbringing, maybe no dad in the house, maybe joining, you know, gangs for protection or for money, maybe this, maybe that. So just because you have similar lives and lifestyles don't mean that you have to sound exactly the same when you're rapping it too. You aren't the same person just because you have similar, similar and same aren't the same. You know what I'm saying? Like you, there's a way for you to have a, a, a voice of your own and you have a voice of your own. You spit your raps, and when D come on, it sounds like a different person, as it should, because you are a duo. Right. I don't need a duplicate. Yeah. I want to hear two different... Two right? different voices, two different sounds, two yeah. different tales or perspectives of whatever the subject matter is. Yes. Yeah, let me get his opinion or that opinion. Right. All right. And today's music, it, they don't have a choice because, just like you said, too, uh, mimicking everything. Yeah. And we're respected artists that came before us, just like in WA. Yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, we all made beats. We all wrote our own raps. And to add to it, Second and None brought a little singing mm-hmm. into the rap game because it's the rap game. It's, mm-hmm. it's not hip-hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hip hop is New York. Not disrespecting or hating on it, but right. we need to start telling the truth and uh, get the fact because it's a lot of fans. East to West Coast hip hop or rap, uh, trap music and all right, of right, whatever. Right, right, right. Each ring, each uh, area, it been misguided, and mm. a lot of people don't deal with facts or don't even have the time to research. You know, mm. hip hop started from Jay Z and Tupac and rap. <laughs> You know, I travel the world and a lot of places. Uh, you know, it's, right. it started from the road and Puffy, and then Jay Z. Nah, no, I don't. <laughs> hey, I don't know them facts. I'll, I'll let y'all have that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my final, my final question for you is: What is your hope for this project, and where you would want to see it go? See it be played. See it reach. Where do you want your project dedicated to end up? How do you want it to be seen, remembered, and things? Well, well, definitely, I I, I know from listening to music for the past few years that we're not a part of, oh, that sounds the same. So first, my album or the music Boomer did, 
definitely sounds different than anything that's been out in the last 10 mm-hmm. years, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what some people consider, you know, they they miss that West Coast funk. Yes. Or party music. Yes. Everything does have to be grunge, gangster. Right. Uh, you know, uh, well, the project... Uh, uh, I just wanted it to be certain subject matters. That's what the ties of the songs. Just uh, that's what's missing. What I've heard. Mm-hmm. I don't hear this. I don't hear that. Not like judging anybody, but let no, me no. let me throw a little pepper on the, on the meal right quick. Yeah. You know, everybody using salt. I need a little pepper. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I love listening to your music today and the other days that I've been listening to it is that. I well, I also am spoiled because I know you. So, but I hear it and I hear you and I feel you. And I think that's a huge compliment as a creator that your product has a congruency, has a parody to who and what you are. It's not like, oh, I'm prim and proper, and then when I make music, you, yeah, yeah, nigga, what the fuck is up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm me, and when I put my project out, it's like, oh, wow, she's really that. Like, she's really her. That's what I've gained from listening to Dedicated, and it sounds exactly like something we were talking about right before you got here on the pod about what dedication ends up looking like, which is... Consciously choosing yourself over and over again in a world that even gives you props sometimes for choosing the fake route. Right. You know what I mean? For running the 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 that, same, the mimicking route. Similar and the same. That, that, yes, yeah. exactly. It, you have a world that will give you kudos for the crossover or the sellout. They'll give you props for that. So when you are dedicated, dedicated, it's a con. It sounds to me, and I could be off, but it sounds to me like a conscious decision to say, "I still have something to say. I still feel like getting groove party music in. Where the where the ladies at? Where's where's being around? I think on the last song, uh, I said this for my LA fans. I was like, okay, really bring it home then. (laughs) I said, what the fuck? Let's go. You know, I felt represented, and that's not something I've felt from music in a long time because I feel like your music sees the LA West, not just West Coast. I don't want to box you in. I'm not trying to box you in. I think it's a huge compliment to have that W and that C on your back. Like that West Coast is humongous to me personally. I appreciate that. Yes. Part of the motivation is to let my voice be heard amongst all of this because the West Coast has been uh, knocked down for uh, whatever reasons, but a lot of people got to remember you know, we do have that, but the West Coast, yeah, y'all got to give us our props. Man, listen. Got to give us our props. Listen, and that's why on a podcast that looks to bring non-corny positivity from the West Coast to the world, we acknowledge our OGs around here. And that's what I will say about that. Was that Warren G? And, and you do know that. That's what his ass say all the time. But no, I... Do you want to tell your fans anything outside of 
getting that dedicated 2Ks. Yeah, I appreciate the love first and foremost. Uh, yeah, I do have a new project out, dedicated. My first solo project, one half of the group, second and none. D also, the other half of second and none, he has a solo project. We both have a second and none project because that's both of us. As well, just showing you, uh, we still can do it, but this is another reason. Solo Project KK, Solo Project D. Yeah. Second and none to show the individuality. Yes, yes. The original D, the original KK, and then we can come back together and do it as a group. I love it. You know, and it's been over 31 years. Wow, that's so much. Still here. I love it. I'm I'm in love. Ladies and gentlemen, KK. Can we do it? Can we get can we get can we can we clap clap it? That was sharp. Oh, I'm a whole uh rich nigga. Then them some nigga. Give me that brother. And your rap brother. Okay. It is officially past midnight. I know that because that's when I get silly. Yeah, I, this is you're like an owl. Like this is how you move. I'm so happy you know that. Yeah, I I know how you move. You move like an owl. Like you just. I'm a predator. You roam the streets at night, and then you in the house at the, the fuck? day. Wait, hold, like hold on, hold like the that. fuck on. Not like that. Not like hey, this that. is my whole last student, and he goes, my well former student, graduate. I should call him. I call him what he is. He's a graduate, but you said, you know, yeah, Miss Why a streetwalker at night? Wait, what? I'm not saying it like that. Like I'm not saying like that. I'm saying like you go to the studios at night and stuff like that, and then that's, that's true. That's how you, that's how I'm saying it. But I'm, no, that's true. I might have, I said it wrong. But I like I like that, that that you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you was one of the students that would hit me during uh, studio hours. I used to tell you guys. So now I'm snitching, but I used to tell y'all. Yeah, I used to teach you Oh yeah, because you knew that's when you could get me. You would hit me in regular, like you would hit me during business hours. You knew I wouldn't answer you because I was either teaching or I was already doing something. But then if it were night night, one two a.m. Ms. Y, who you in the studio with? Oh, I, I, I did that. But that was, that was like younger Alvin. Now Alvin just be chilling. So I know this is a big juxtaposition. There was a different gentleman here. And then with magic, now there is a different er gentleman here. All right. Um, I'm laughing because this voice, if you are listening... Yeah. This new voice. <laughs> this newer voice that you are hearing, God bless us all, is my former student and graduate, Alvin. I call him Alvino. All right. And <laughs> he, I thought, would be a fun juxtaposition going from an OG like KK. Uh, to someone who is a younger, uh, he's not even a millennial. You're a Gen Z. I, I'm a millennial. No, you're not. I okay, I let's make YN feel old in three, two, what year were you born? 1995. 
You will never be a millennial. Oh, my bad. Baby Z then. Uh, <laughs> he said 95. I was 13. Oh, you were? Doggy style was out already. Oh, my 90, bad. 95. Wait, dog. Wait, wait, wait. Dog food. Uh, 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 dog pound might have just been coming out. Let's play how. For some reason, I always thought I was a millennial. But wow. If I was 13, wow, there was a lot of fun stuff. That's That year is coming back now. There's a lot of dope shit that was happening when I was 13. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into it because then that would make this podcast way too long. But, yo, Young Dad struck the match when the match went out. Ain't no more lights in the house. Check it out. You know what that is? No, I do not know what that is. You know, Annie Girl, let's play house. Oh, let's yeah, play, let's that play. Song. Well, that's the originator of that song. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a youngin. So, yeah. That's all I got to say. It's okay. So, to my love onlookers, <laughs> to my love onlookers, this gentleman right here is Alvin and one of my. Uh, He's a student that actually makes me proud. Did you know that? No, I did not know that, but I thank you, though. Thank of you for course. that compliment. Of course. And uh, I thought it would be a great juxtaposition to go from having someone from the OG side of life in our get raised to a juxtaposing young person side of life in our raise them up. So for anyone who doesn't know, I feel like we're going to have fun edits in this episode. Uh the break it down is when we uncover the uh, 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 magic, the the genius that already exists within hip hop culture. When we do get raises, uh, get raised sections or segments, it's when we're looking at OGs to really raise all of us up, me included, because um, they're usually people who can give knowledge to me that I don't even already have. And when we do raise them ups, it's when I have on younger folks. In a, a, a segment where I'm allowed to raise them up, as well as we're all listening as loves and in love culture, I'm raising up any of you. Um, like last episode, we did the five levels of attachment. That was a raise them up where I was basically edutaining in my own way. This is a more powerful raise them up because we actually have uh, what my dad calls the youth of America. Here in the building, wait, 95 you were born. Yeah. There are so many things I'm thinking right now. Boom, 95. In the thunder and rain, feeling the song. That shit had just come out. Oh, that's fun. Ain't that the song where uh, Kendrick sampled for Border Justice? Very good. I be listening. I'll okay. Be listening. Now that made me very happy. You welcome, you welcome, you welcome, you welcome. Alvin. What's the deal? You earned six degrees with me. Yeah, that's that's really crazy and like really exciting at the same time. Because I would never thought I would have that. Six. My this is my highest amount of degree earning students. In my history of teaching since I was 18 and I'm 40. And your longest has been there at that school too. Oh no, Probably. there's some students that are still there. For real? Oh yes. Oh, I didn't even I didn't want to, you know, um, it's confidential, so it's like their personal business or whatever, but you you were there 
2014 to probably 2020. Yeah, 2020. I did six years there, but that was a lot of not knowing what I wanted to do and kind of bouncing from majors in reality, going from nursing or the doctor field of being one to be an anesthesiologist to engineering, then communications, and then finish off communications and be like, oh, I'm going to come back and do um, accounting. accounting. So that was a lot of a lot of different courses and a lot of jumps. So I can say that for sure. You want to know what I feel like another inadvertent lesson was in all of that? Every time, like this episode is called Dedication. Mm -hmm. Boomer's dad has an album called Dedicated. We broke mm -hmm. down the dedication versus some a couple lines from Nip, a couple lines from from Kendrick. Yeah. You exude a certain amount of dedication because not only were you a learner in a time where naturally if things don't pan out, especially as many times you like change your majors, when things weren't panning out, it could have been really easy for you to say, yo, Miss Why I fuck this. Like that's I'm not gonna do that. That's a whole different course. I'm not gonna it, I mean like there were times where we talked and you I, I'm putting these words on you. You can say how you felt, mm -hmm. but you seemingly felt discouraged like because you started looking around, like, bro, I'm the only one here from my year even. You remember that talk? Man, big, like, really big facts. Like, it's been times where I was like, F this, I don't want to do it no more. Like, I was, I remember a time we was at, it was uh, me, you, Onet was there. And I think, I think Susie was there too. We was at the Ameri Coffee shop? Americana. And we was in Calvin Klein store. I'm, I'm, yes. And I was talking about like, man, I'm thinking about just going to the military type thing and just do that you route. Did. You yeah, did. Yeah. So that. I was like, and he was over it thinking like, dang, like he really think about considering doing that. I was, like, I was confused too. Cause I was like, like I was also like lost in the world. Like I don't know what I want to do because it's like at the end of the day, I'm going to a field that. I'm not guaranteed I'm going to know. I mean, I'm not going to like it or not. Right. So I'm kind of risking it. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's most people. Most people are risking into getting into, getting into their career field. So it's just like, I'm in the same boat like everybody else. Either. But then also I thought about like, if I did get in there, I'm not going to go back to school and do all this, do this all over again. So it's just like, you going to stick with it and just be, say, F it. Like, we're going to rock it out. Yeah. Uh, grind it out and see where it takes us because at the end of the day it might take us to somewhere that I might like it but right. just gotta just say we're gonna rock this boat really do you feel like for certain people staying in school is like a comfort zone because you never have to take the risk to make the plunge to be in the real world and whether it like wins or loses, whether it goes your way or it fails. Like when you're in school, you get a syllabus in the beginning, you know where the A is, you know where the B is, you know where the C is in real life. Who shows you that? Nobody. Okay. Do you, I, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm, I, I really want to know what you think is school. In your opinion, can it be 
for some people a comfort zone where they don't necessarily end up growing and they kind of stay there to hide from the risk of having to deal with the real world? Um, I can totally agree with you on that because you go through grade school, that's all you really know coming out of school. So I look at it as you get comfortable. Like, all right, I've been doing school so so much of my life. I've been doing it for 17, 18 years. Mm-hmm. So it's now like I'm going to college now to continue to do the same thing. And hopefully something pans out for me. Or if not, I got to go join the workforce. But at the end of the day, it's just like, if I don't go to school, what am I going to do? Go get me a nine to five, work me a minimum wage job and still be stuck. Cause it's like, damn, like, or especially like when you see stuff on social media, you like, I want to get that, but can't get that doing a nine to five with minimum wage. So, or if you want to become an entrepreneur, are you willing to give all day, every day, 10 hour, 16 hour shifts? That's that's a real, real life job Mm -hmm. and building your company up. And that's really a grind. And I don't think a lot of people understand that or can accept that. And then they'd be like, man, I'd rather go back to nine to five because, hey, everything is easier. I'm just really just managing my team or being told what to do instead of of being the captain of the the ship. So that's how I look at it. Do you have a preference about where your career will end up taking you when you're complete with your degrees? Well, these last degrees, you have some with me, obviously. Uh, to be honest with you, with, with graduating, graduating in accounting, it can take me a lot of places. Like, it's just not in that field. I can go into the the movies industry with that, like managing their budget and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or restaurant uh, franchises with restaurants, mm-hmm. or even new owners, or even with you, like yes, you want doing your taxes or anything like mm-hmm. that. So how I look at it, it's it's an open world. It's just what I'm willing to do in my 24 hours. It's an open world. It's just what am I willing to do with my 24 hours? That's you making that statement brings all makes all the sense in the world that you earned the degrees that you did and that you're seeing things through to completion. I say that you've been in Love Tuesdays and you've been in some of the talks that we've had on Clubhouse and stuff like that, just different topics and stuff that we had in the last couple of weeks. We've kind of been talking about the workforce and somebody was saying that that's one of the things. If you're not a baller, if you're not a scammer, if you're not a a, a, a person really uh, making a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand a year, then you know what is you really doing? And I said, okay, so would you would you say it's harder to be a boss or a worker? And some people were saying it's harder to be a worker, and some other people were saying, well, no, it's harder to be a boss because it all falls back on you. Like you're going to have to do all the work even when it's time to punch out for the worker sort of a thing. And what you just said right now, in your case with an accounting degree, I feel like you're going to have certain arenas of your life Mm. where you can punch somebody's clock, Mm. make that guaranteed little six figure, whatever it might be. Mm. And then 
it's Miss Y and the Raise It Up Y crew and Oned and all of Boomer and all of us go and we 13 presents end up getting all of its company stuff together. Mm-hmm. You can still on the side, like lightweight, be our accountant and do whatever you, facts. you see what I'm saying? Facts. So in that case, do you think people of your age range have a lack of creativity or a lack of understanding that really it is their world and you can do both? Why do you think you're you're a lot of a lot of younger folks? I'm just saying what I've seen in Love Tuesdays and stuff like that. A lot of folks seem not to realize that this world is theirs to take. Why do you think younger folks don't see it like that? Well, how I think about it is everybody want to hand it to them. This is the Ooh. generation of hand it to them. Ooh. And and a lot of people, uh, I could say a lot of people like part of your generation look at it as like that's weak minded or like you don't want to grind for it because at the end of the day, you still gotta grind for it. Even though, even though like uh, like prime example, Nip said, I can I can teach you, but at the end of the day, you still gotta go grind for it at the end of the day. So if you're not gonna grind, what what we doing? Right. Other than that, day, you're wasting your time. How and also like it's a meme I saw. It was a black man and a black woman. Both worked at McDonald's. Mm. The black man was a broke ass and the woman, black woman was a strong independent. I said, damn, why can't the, why can't the man be a strong independent also? Why is it always, it's always looked down as a black man not having everything. Like he's supposed, like he's supposed to have like this certain status, but a black woman that she's looking good in the right because she's working at McDonald's being a strong independent woman. Wow, you have to show me this because now I'm, I I want to understand the context before I comment on that because that sounds nuts. I, I got you. I got you. Oh shit, he actually has it. No, that sounds that sounds completely like almonds. And and the the the, the thing is, I'm thinking about Alvin and his sense of. Oh no, that's exactly what it is. It's just. Two people working at McDonald's, and in one case, the man working at McDonald's is looked at as a broke ass, but the woman working at McDonald's, black, both both parties are black, is a strong and, and, and independent. I'm, you know, you know me. I'm gonna be like, first of all, that's we got to check the cred of whoever even put that meme up, right? Because. The one thing I love about you as a as a college studied critical thinker, mm-hmm. you're taught to look for the works cited page. Niggas would just say anything and you'd be like, bro, cite your source. Who said that? Like you're you you have you can't just get up and somebody say, Hey, you know the sky is green outside, and then you come and tell me, Hey Miss Y, you know the sky is green. I'm gonna be like, who the fuck told you that? Like, did you cite did you cite your source? Do you check your your the status of who's telling you what? Do you check that? Mm. Did you see it yourself? Do you have a firsthand experience? Did you study it in school? You going outside looking yourself, that's empirical data. That means you studied it, you researched it yourself. If you are taking it from someone, you better hope that the person that told you is peer-reviewed. You know how they only you can only have peer-reviewed journals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Peer-reviewed articles. You want to make sure that it has some sort of credibility to it. Right. The sucky part about the information age for younger people like y'all, mm. it is the information age. 
but information can be invalid, yes. right? It can be misled. It can be myopic. Uh, myopic for anyone uh, not knowing that word just means short-sighted. It's the actual scientific meaning of the word short-sighted. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that looks like is if you assessed a guy named Detroit Red in his mid-20s, early 20s, you would have seen a guy who ran women. You would have seen a guy who gambled. You would have seen a guy who uh, carried a gun and flocked houses. Mm -hmm. That same guy, Detroit Red, given time and experience, we now know as this gentleman named Malcolm X. So myopic would be only looking at him at half of his story. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't know the full story on someone or something, shut the fuck up. When you hear love talking, not my bad, but no, that sounded like Hot Pocket uh, theme song. My bad, y'all. But um, uh, you hear love talking, it went down. But anyways, um, pitch. Uh, when I think about those types of memes, first of all, I say, who the fuck even would post this? Right. That's first of all. Now, let's even get to what the meme says. There is a disparity in the black community where, given the same situation, like a nine-to-five job, it, mm. they use McDonald's, but it can be anything. Right. The same nine-to-five job, the black woman is independent and strong because she made a way out of no way, and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But the gentleman is seen like, oh, you old broke fuck boy. You don't have this. You can't buy me that. And, you know, Birkins, eyelashes, this and that. You know what I mean? I'm, I got this sort of an upkeep. You know what I'm saying? It costs to keep me boo. You know, whatever the whack loser <laughs> stereotype type shit they say. Mm-hmm. The reality is podcasts like this and teachings like this, even this segment, this raise them up segment, it goes back to the the topic of today, which is dedication. Do you allow someone's words, memes, thoughts, opinions to tell you who or what you are? Or do you look in a mirror and discover worth? That becomes the difference to me personally. If you have a nine to five, if you, if you didn't have the degrees and you were working a nine to five job to make ends meet, my grandfather, this house that you're living in right here, mm-hmm. and the house next door, mm-hmm. my auntie's house, mm-hmm. my grandfather, who was a sixth-grade dropout, born in 1915, passed in 97, mm-hmm. told me, it ain't about what you make, it's about what you keep. Mm-hmm. A man should always be able to pat himself on his back pocket, meaning that there's money there. Mm-hmm. So that man, who didn't even have a high school diploma to get the nine-to-five jobs... He worked odds and ends types of jobs, but we're sitting in the house that he saved money with his wife because he 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 picked a smart woman to mm-hmm. be with. Yeah, who knew how to stretch a penny. Right, right. So there's two things in the black community: the strength of picking a dope compatible partner. One, two. Something about taking those finances, saving and stacking, and now 
My grandfather's been gone since 97. And we're living in, we're sitting here doing a podcast in his legacy. Mm-hmm. My aunt next door, the one on Pat with the tacos and all this stuff. This shit, she's sitting in that legacy. He bought that house. Nine to five, not even. Nine to five in his day, you needed a degree. You needed a high school diploma type mm-hmm. of thing. No, six grade dropout means he last completed the fifth grade. He was born in 1915, Arkansas. Mm. You know, you want to talk about excuses. Some people have them. And some people look at the things that are roadblocks and they say, that's defining how and who I am. You, every time you felt discouraged, you know what you would do? You would find me and you would come talk to me. Every single time you allowed yourself to be poured into by me, by Onet, by a bunch of different people who would, Alvin, you can do this, Alvin, this and that. I remember when you tried to change the major from, from, from communications to the accounting mm-hmm. and you only had, I think, two classes left mm-hmm. in the communications. I mm-hmm. said, Alvin, I love you. I love you like I love cooked food. Mm-hmm. You're getting this communication. Do you remember this? Yeah. You're getting this communication degree. I'll fight. I promise you. That, yeah. Hey, I'm off at four. I will fight you head up in the fucking d- parking lot. You're getting this degree. And he was like, oh, Miss Watt. Okay, if you think I should get it, if I says, it's not a think. You're getting it. Because when I got him that one degree, it actually turned out to be the two degrees because the other, the AA, not the AAT. We were going for that. He don't even remember. Look, look, look. My brain is pro. But anyways, he got those degrees. He allowed me to pour into him because some people, like you just said about Nip, hey, I could tell you about where all the gold is. I could tell you how to go fish it out and get it. Problem is, you think the gold is supposed to walk into your bank account. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go find it. You don't want to do what it takes. You don't want to invest in yourself, work the 24 hours that it means to be a boss. Yeah. And then when you do the nine to five, you complain every minute. You're in that little eight hour gap, bro. What? So you are a prime example of what real dedication. Let me tell it looks like you chose yourself. You kept choosing yourself and just your outlook, just even hearing you speak about some of this stuff right now. lets me know. Time spent with you in and outside of that office mm-hmm. was a smart investment. Uh, I can totally agree with you on that. Um, you you humbled me a lot, and also one thing I did learn was always from uh, when you had you did your first uh, hip hop form okay. at PCC, and uh, it was Punch when he always said, "Ask why." And that that stuck with me. I yeah. always ask somebody why, why that, why this, and I just like, like it started making me start thinking a lot more, or, or think differently about mm-hmm. a situation. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I can say. Like little, like little things, like being around people and hearing what they say, or especially sometimes on social media. Like yeah. I listen to a lot of people and like, and hear what type of knowledge they have, and I really make uh, retain it and like. Use it like use it like in my today like life. So yeah. that's when I could. That's what I can say. I love that. I wanted to ask one more question, but I think it's gonna make everything take very long. Right can you can you? Okay, quickly. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so few black men complete degrees 
outside of corrections. Because in corrections facilities, they I, there are there's data that states earning higher education degrees is like through the roof. Why do you think black men outside of the corrections facility have a challenge, seem to, seem to have a challenge going through with school and earning at least a four-year degree, if not a two-year? It takes too long. Like, if I want to become a, uh, a rapper, that's a little, it might be a little faster, but I'm, I might be doing my passion, but... If I'm become an athlete and I know I'm a really good athlete, I get to a million by 19. I'm so, me and my family solid. Mm. By 19, I ain't got to worry about nothing after that. Mm. But just make sure I take care of my body and my family going to eat and I'm going to eat. And then you got to look at what they see on social media with all the NBA players and stuff like that. So I want to, I, I want that lifestyle. Like, mm. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, before I went to the college thing, I was like, man, like, I'd rather be an NBA player than go to school. I take, it's it's too much time. I'm not sure what I want to do. If I go hoop, I can go make $10 million off the first first day getting picked. And I got endorsement deals coming in. So just imagine somebody, 18, 19-year-old, seeing 75 k just hit that account. You ain't, right. family ain't never seen that at one time. So. Right. I'm seeing this. What? Me and the homies is good and the family? We right. solid. I ain't. My job is to go hoop. Hmm. Besides that, I got free time after that. I can go play the game. I go be with the homies, whatever type stuff, or just chill at the crib. I ain't got to go, dang, bro, I got I to gotta go study for a test right now, man. Hmm. Like, Or I got to go study for this. I can't be outside of everybody. Hmm. You, you, want, you, want, you want a certain lifestyle and... That lifestyle that's pursued, I mean, perceived is and enticing. Like, shit, me looking at it now, I'd be like, damn, if I can go back to ninth grade right now, I would. Like, wow. Just to, just because to, it's, it's, it's an easy route to get to the millions. Where that, hmm. most times, if you're going to go on corporate road, you might, by the time you, if you, if you even get to the millions, you're in your late 40s. Mm. Really think about it, unless you blessed like Kylie Jenner, who got it at twenty one, and she's a billionaire. But is that the thing though? Everyone like it's 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 money and fast. It's because you and lifestyle and lifestyle money lifestyle fast. For one, I've been broke all. I've been my mom, mom, dad been broke all their life. I can't get all the shoes I wanted. I can't have all the clothes. I. Like even seeing um, Giannis, the dude from uh, Milwaukee Bucks, him and his brother was sharing shoes mm. for for practice. Mm. So seeing that, or are you are you seeing like nowadays you got these kids with million dollar, I mean a million followers, getting endorsement deals in high school now. The game changed. Like yeah, it's different now. Like you seeing with Hellcats now. Like bro, you you say seventeen. You got a Hellcat, but it can make him money now in high school. The game and change. Like, if I tell people, like, if you really, if you really want to go who, bro, do not think about no plan B. You cannot think about plan B because if you think about plan B, you think about a safety net. Because mm-hmm. then you're going to think about, oh, I got plan B. So 
So you really want to be, if you're a dedicated hooper, you're going to say plan A is all I got. There's nothing else to it. If I don't, I fail. Do you think that most of the black men, black young men that are like going, like leaving high school, you have the option to go to college or to go into something like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, because I'm hearing the hoop, but you're also tall. So you've all, you, you've played and stuff like that. They had a study that they did. And I know this, I use this study in my, in my uh, thesis where they surveyed 13 year old black boys across America in right before Obama. Mm -hmm. And then right when Obama, uh, after he became president mm -hmm. and they, said, what do you think you can be when you grow up? Not what do you want to be? What do you think you can be? And overwhelmingly, they responded as uh, rappers, entertainers, mm -hmm. or ball players. Right. And then when Obama became president, they responded as rappers or ball players or president of the United States. Do you think there's a lack of visibility of any other options? Because... I'm I'm going back to your words. There's 24 hours in a day. It's about what you choose to do with it. The 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 Kobe's, the black, the Mamba mentalities and mm -hmm. stuff. There there wasn't a lot of you get the millions and then now you 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 chill. No, he he had a family. You know, he made a family and different stuff, and he and he took a, a bunch of teams to you know some championships, but his life was on that court, whether it was being televised, whether it was, uh, I'm thinking as an entertainer, I said rehearsal, um, rehearsal for athletes, practice. Well, what I can say is their, their, their first round of their contract, they're for sure going to ball their ass out. Once that second one come and it's a nice fat one, points go down. If, if I got five years, 185 million, I won. So then the so it comes then it goes back to the integrity of the individual because it's not like you're doing the job because you care. It's not like you're doing it from an a a, a real place. I just, Is that what you think? I, I look at it as you want to get your family out the hood. So you're gonna do if 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 it's a possibility you can take your family out the hood, I'm gonna take the option of doing that. And you saw that in your accounting degree, though. I, uh, me personally, how I look at it for me with my accounting degree, it was more of I can set myself up myself up first, and then if I see any action for me to bring anybody else in to help them get anywhere. First, you have to give me uh, some type of blueprint plan or whatever, how you trying to do the situation. And then we can talk. But if you own some funny business, I'm not going to waste my time because you I'm losing dollars on you. You're not making me no dollars. And the cold game, those ballers, the, the show ballers with the rock and all that, like they show how yeah. you get the straggler home, the homies that come around. Yeah. Women too. But you get the stragglers, and then you just blow my MC Hammer for me. I'm I'm older than yeah. you, so I I saw it with with Hammer. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course you you because you're not used to it, so of course right. you're gonna blow money. I mean, you you might blow what a good. I'm pretty sure 
if who who got drafted today, I'm pretty sure they finna blow a little bit because they not used to it. Um, I, I I will blow a little bit of. I'm not if I seen five mil just hit my account. What a mil is gone already just off tops. I, I so I'm to down to four. Yeah, I'm already I'm right. down to four because. That's where the lifestyle thing come in. That's why I said it's God take care of moms. Fast money lifestyle. Yeah, so I'm taking care of moms, pops, whoever I'm close with, my family, like cousins and stuff. What me? For me, it'll be more majority like my cousins. We right. we we gonna be like this. We we out of here, bro. Like we taking trips now. Like we doing it. We doing something different. Like as someone who's seen a lot of money, you think you know these individuals, not. Your family in particular. Let me help you all out. Mm-hmm. You think you know the people around you until the glow up happens for you. Oh, facts. People act different. I'm just letting it be known. Yeah, people act different for sure. You think you know, and it turns out different. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm oh. a... Look, you got me. I we could do this clubhouse because you know we'll do this all day. And everything. Yeah, facts. But but I had to have this dedicated, amazing young scholar on this show because I I just I know he is speaking to some of you, especially those of you who are in school, feeling like you're waiting in the water. No. But, you know, waiting in the water to the point where you're learning, you know, what it is that you want to do, who you think you are, what you think you want to be and all those sorts of things. I just if you have a word of encouragement, do you have any words of encouragement for, uh, well, uh, any learner, anyone who's about to graduate and stuff like that? What words of encouragement do you have as my refrigerator definitely needs to say something to all of us, too? Word of encouragement. Don't give up. That's one thing I can say is don't give up. Even though I thought about giving up, don't do not do it because at the long run, you got to think about your future and your future is more important because what you do now is going to impact your future. That's how I look at it. That's what my mom taught me. So every time I got to think about, all right, if I do this, it's going to impact my future. And then now I got to take 10 or 15 steps back because now I got to redo the step all over again. So all I got to say is don't, don't cheat yourself on the game. Do not cheat yourself on this game in this game. And I love, no, I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to keep going, but, but, but I'm going to say thank you to my Alvino for coming in. Oh, no sitting problem, with me. No problem. You might as well, I'm about to close out the show. You might as well just sit there with me. Okay. okay. So he's going to sit there and be here with us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we've done a wonderful show. One, we got to speak about breaking it down with dedication. We got raised with dedicated, <laughs> dedicated with black ass KK. And with this gentleman right here, we got to see what dedication looks like as applied to the education process. It's Man. it's a different animal. It's a different animal. It's a different animal. My armpits are sweating right now. What, are you nervous? 
No, you good. We good now. Oh, comfortable okay. Now. I want to say, I'm like, your part uh, is over. You're, yeah, okay. I'm, You're okay. I'm comfortable now. Oh. <laughs> I've been comfortable. Like, you could tell, like, me talking and stuff. I got comfortable. Like, Well, but, yeah, because I'm like, you talking like we talk. So that's all. He, he said he was nervous earlier. That's why I'm like, wait, I really what? was nervous because it's different when talking. Like, like, a camera recording you is different. Like, I'm not, I'm not camera friendly. I'm more of a behind-the-scene person friendly. We all thought you were going to be a comedian or something when you first came to the program. I'll I don't know honest. why. Because I'm not that funny. I met some the streets. That's where the funny people at. Lord have my- So, lovely segue yeah. right into YN's words of wisdom. Real quick today. Uh, I wanted to talk about real life versus real life. There's real life that you live out and about. Amongst the world. And there's real life. R-E-E-L. If you're on Instagram. Or how Instagram seeks to compete with TikTok. So even on a TikTok level. Where I think they tried to. uh, Take the, the. Patterns of a YouTube. But make it all short form. Everything is short form. Everything is quick. Everything is like no. It's like a. Uh, it's like Vine. If you remember Vine back in the day, Vine was only Vine. six seconds. Yeah, but that's basically TikTok. Yeah, but just a little bit longer because right. they can be longer than six seconds. Right. Yeah. That's all it is. So what I'm noticing is there are. Uh, you, everyone, it's no mystery that I love the Joe Budden podcast. Hello, all my Joe Budden loves. Um, but fire podcast, fire amazing podcast. podcast. Uh, the the interesting part that I'm thinking of with them is they've been having this conversation. If you was an outside nigga, if you was an inside, you know, I was outside, I was out and about, you know, I was inside, you know, I was safe inside the house, sort of a thing. Um, I'm not choosing a side. Uh, in in that conversation. But what I can do is speak from my experience. And I personally was a safe outsider. So there was an inside feel, but I experienced LA. I experienced the life. I was also smart about how I experienced the life because I knew, oh, maybe I shouldn't just up and start going to a dude's house in Watts and I'm 17 and thinking I'm being cute and going into Pasadena, uh, into the, 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 the pits and fucking with some of the dudes over there. Like it was, there's a way to, there was a way to be outside and be safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a way to be outside and be safe. And that's what you just said when, when KK came in, it was like, no, I'm, I was around Inglewood, but I'm, I was, I was safe. I wasn't. I wasn't outside. I was literally. I would be going to work or going to school or be back inside the house. I wasn't nothing like that. Because it's not safe. It wasn't that. It's just, I just wasn't, that wasn't the area I grew up in. So I didn't know that area like that well. And plus I didn't have. And that's not safe. Man, it's not if you're a black young man walking around Watts, Inglewood, Compton, Long Beach. I'm not walking anywhere if I got a car. That, but. I keep forgetting. I'm talking to the Bougetto of back to the YN's words of wisdom. You gonna I, I see how this gonna go. He gonna get me off this a couple of times, love. So just let 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 Alvin minister to you when he does. 
I'm speaking facts. Yes, you are. Real life versus real life. Uh, the other side of being, quote unquote, outside is the assumption that to be outside, you have to have put yourself in harm's way or you didn't necessarily learn. That goes back to the conversation I was having with KK about the idea that especially what's promoted in rap right now is that everything came from the streets and it's all about the streets and streets, this and streets, that. And for everybody to be out and free talking about everything they've done in the streets, you just got to know there's some jokers. There's some fakes. There's some frauds. Uh, I think Kendrick said something about, uh, Somebody, uh, uh, what do you call a reputable? That's a snitch on a pedestal. Cause it's like, hold on, how are you reputable and they never did no time? Why, why haven't you done time? Oh, you're an informant, you know, informer, you know. So this is this is the kind of stuff that ends up happening. Um, but the idea of the R E E L, the real life, where we're looking at social media dictate what happens. What is real life? Looking at. The difference between R-E-A-L, which is outside, which is, this is real. This is, we have real living. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? I want to lose weight. Real life says I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go make sure that I do the things I need to do to become a healthier person and come down. R-E-E-L, what you're seeing on your Explorer page, what you're taught by the social media injunctions, our EEL life says, go get a BBL. I mean, if you really think about it, it's a, it's a, it's a trainer on everybody's floor plays nowadays. Because I see that all you the time. You said a trainer. Yeah, a trainer. Trainer. Like mm-hmm. a like workout trainer. Oh, oh, like a personal trainer. Yeah, that's on. I see that all the time on my floor page. So. Well, yeah, because once you get the surgery, you have to. Not even surgery, but still. like. Well, yeah. Well, also, see, and now you're going back to it. There's so much of life now that the underlying thought when people live is how do I go viral? How do I make this a moment? How do I, you you see what I'm saying? Everybody want clout. I mean, clout gives you attention and possibly give you some money. So there goes back to that idea of how do I exploit my story? How do I exploit myself? This is the R-E-E-L life, by the way. Real life is non-Instagrammable. Yeah, but nobody real, nobody lives a real life anymore. Of your generation, my love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, of your generation. yeah. Besides the OGs, like you and the bug. <laughs> well, yes. yeah, thank you. But, I'm like, but, there's there's real ones out here, but no, the the here go the issue, here go the challenge, not the issue, here go the challenge. R E E L life, real life in mm-hmm. that way is like Vine. Where's mm-hmm. Vine right now? Right. Okay. Thank you. You remember when everybody was screaming, damn, Daniel? Yeah. Okay. Outside of that moment right now, when's the last time you heard that? I ain't heard it. Yes, exactly. All right. So this is what happens with R-E-E-L life. Cause you know what's happening? Y'all are following, y'all are falling in R-E-E-L love. Y'all are having R-E-E-L sex. You are doing R-E-E-L shit and you're mistaking it mistaking literally 
incorrectly taking the actual experience of life. Yeah, because everybody's scared to love somebody. Everybody is scared to live and love for somebody. Love, love out here is real scary. Cause, well, well yeah. our generation it is because ain't nobody trying to love anybody. They scared because everybody think they'll get cheated on or something like that. And in real R-E-E-L life, everyone is. Yeah. If it's based on what gets me looks, what's the vibe, then you're going to do and say anything that's going. It's a, That's why I said R-E-E-L life is an exploitation of your story. It's an ex, but it's an exploitation of your actual living. Yeah. R-E-A-L life. Let me tell it is something that you have to discover. You have to dwell in real life. You have to put this bitch down this for everyone at home. I'm, 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 holding up my other phone and you have to put that hoe down and actually experience some shit for yourself. And that's why when you were talking about earlier, the lifestyle, fast and money, lifestyle, fast and money, boy, I wonder where lifestyle, fast and money ends up providing you fulfillment when your parent passes away. Lifestyle, fast, and money when you caught that COVID and had to be put on the respirator and wasn't doing so hot. Lifestyle, fast, and money when, what I'm saying is, in a R-E-A-L life, there are facets to life that I, I almost fear your generation won't get to touch. Imagine somebody trying to tell you You've experienced the touch of water Mm -hmm. because they're educating you about it. Right. A nigga can tell you about water all day. It'll never make your fingertips wet. You have to go out and experience the fuck real life. If you live in Michigan, you can tell me about water, but you can't tell me about the ocean. Right? And if you can tell me about the ocean in L.A., I'm so sorry. You can't tell me about the Atlantic Ocean. There is certain shit that happens in real life. And when everyone is R-E-E-L real lifing, they're under this misconception, this misguiding that life happens through an apparatus. So if all the power goes down, y'all little niggas is fucked. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Not as, you. As the power go down, I'm, I'm coming right over here. This motherfucker. I'm y'all see what I'm, the hell I'm, 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 I'm... Y'all see what I'm dealing I'm, with at 1 a.m.? I'm I just need everybody away. to understand. See? You see I'm the problem? Eight, I'm eight minutes away. You see away. the problem when you and get somebody And I know how to get here. He said, no, yeah, you know, I'm, without I'm, ways you couldn't. R-E-E-L life. You didn't know how to get here without nobody's ways. You wouldn't be able to. Right now? I, I can drive no, my house No, in four back. months. I bet you I could in four months. In four years. Bet you can't four years. If you used to live here in four years, what? Pulling up. I'm harassed. I'm sorry. Taking guys. all the back streets. My fucking goodness. <laughs> no, the, so the other side of that is I want you all to know in this very short YN's words of wisdom. While what my baby boy said, fast, money, and lifestyle, anything that you can see on a R-E-E-L feels like R-E-A-L life. It feels like real life. It feels I'm, like a moment. It, 
And just a moment. That's all it is. You you know the Joe Budden shit, right? It's just it's just a moment. And what does Joe Budden say at the end? I don't know. Life is a series of moments. See, and moments pass. Every moment you're living mm-hmm. is fleeting. It's passing. Right. And the only moment that lasts that you're aware of is called the present. But if you don't live in the present, if you never set yourself down, set your shit down to become present, mm-hmm. then you're missing the entire fucking point. You're missing it all. You can look at Dre have a billion dollars. It'll never put one red cent in your account. Facts. You can look at I'm everybody else. You can look at everybody else for the for the listeners at home. That was a that was a almost yeah to the back of the head. But no, no, no. I want you all to know in the real versus real life. Please make sure that you're putting your Instagram, TikToked, Twittered brain down for at least some moments per day so that you actually go outside and appreciate this life that you're living. Because without doing that, stuff like I say in the beginning of this pod, wiggle your toes and touch on your nose. I'm sure if there's a veteran somewhere who is an amputee who does not have one or both of his feet, when he hears, when she hears, wiggle your toes, there's a sensation of how many times did I just wiggle my toes just to appreciate that I had feet and toes when I had feet and toes. You hear this saying in hip hop right now where they say, uh, I, I would complain about my shoes till I met a man with no feet. Like there's a sense of appreciation for living and appreciation for R-E-A-L, real life that you are missing out on if you spend all of your time looking to monetize and exploit your R-E-A-L life in R-E-E-L life. That's real big facts. I can't even lie because I remember one time I was in a restaurant. I forget where I was, but I put my phone down. I started just looking around. I'm like, damn, everybody really on their phone. Like, it really cons- it, it it consumes you. Even like some I even walked into Starbucks one time just waiting. Everybody on their gadgets or on a phone, just lap like like a little tablet like mm-hmm. the keyboard or like on a phone, just with my AirPods in. I'm just like like you saying, if every like, like if electricity went down, a lot of people, even some of your generation probably be like stuck. Oh, like, big time. Oh, big time. Because hey, like, if I can, if I can tell on 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 my generation and and, and older than me. Their R-E-E-L life mm-hmm. was TV and the news. Right. And they would consume themselves with all these like mm-hmm. low quality fucked up stories all day, every day. Well, now, well, now the, the news is our new social media. That's our news. Oh, don't even. Yeah, that's a whole. We'll we'll have to get on that oh. and, and on another day. Now, you're we, about to have to dance with we, me. We, we, we can yeah. for sure do that topic on the podcast. You're about to have to dance right now. I don't I don't dance. I get boogie. Dan- Before gang- I go, don't dance. We wing, 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 wing. Hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna spit on the mic. Nope. Oh, hey, hey. He's the king of the crop. He rides to the top.
We're just getting some dues paid right here. Pay your dues section. I want to make sure I shout out my cousin. I love the do at I-L-O-V-E-T-H-E-D-O-U-X. Maya Smith, CEO and founder of the do products that can be found at T-H-E-D-O-U-X dot com. The do dot com. Or in my second home called Target um, and a bunch of other places around uh, uh, the U.S. Make sure you look her up. Hair by Quista. I finally got to see you. We didn't go red, but we did go black cherry. You can't tell, huh? This time? No? Hmm. Okay, don't worry. We still love you, Hair by Quista. Thank you, girl. Shoot. Uh, thank you again to Black Ass KK. Uh, make sure you follow him and Second to None on their socials at B L A K K A Z Z K K, Black Ass KK, and at Second to None. At, uh, uh, no, 2 N D I I. N-O-N-E-C-P-T, second to none, C-P-T like Compton. Make sure you go get that dedicated two Ks in the middle. D-E-D-I-K-K-A-T-E-D that is out right now. Um, She wasn't able to make it today, but I still want to shout her out because she is a one, a recent graduate and one of my favorite, favorite babies. Um, I am Sky Louise at I-A-M-S-K-Y-E. L-O-U-I-S-E. Yep. At I Am Sky Louise. And she has a new single out called Food From The Gods. She is a, I mean, doggone it. She is an incredible singer, this baby girl. So make sure that you all are supporting this recent grad and independent artist. Yes, I did spell her name correctly. And last but never least, Yanvon.com, W-Y-A-N-N-V-A-U-G-H-N.com, where you'll be able to keep up with the Patreon community, the love culture on Patreon, both of the Instagrams at Raise It Up Y R A I S E I T U P W Y and the Love Say Rockets Up on these hoes, as well as my entertainment page at Wyanna W-Y-A-N-N-A. Um We do clubhouse rooms on Sundays where we have conversations. And every Tuesday, we have Love Tuesday, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Some will call the best coast. Some is YN. Um, uh, Love Tuesdays is where you can make sure that you catch us uh, in the Love Lounge, which is every time you see why I go live on Instagram. Um, But also make sure that you catch the sneak attacks. We have Love Lounges After Dark. We don't talk about anything sexy, by the way. It's just me coming on during my night owl as Alvin called it, ours. So, y'all, we did it. We got through episode 45. Did I even say it was episode 45? I did. Well, we said it now. So, we love you, day four. We love you. Uh, keep recovering, getting better. We we will make sure to see you soon. And uh, my Susie Q, love you as well. Thank you, Onet. Thank you, Boomer. Uh, And thank you, Alvin, once again. And for you all loves, please stay real. Doom, pat, da boom, dong, 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 hey, hit the, hey, don't we don't, pop, pop, raise it up, why? Raise it, yeah, why?